Today's episode is brought to you by our own bonus episode. Download the best-selling Maddox vs. the Universe from iTunes, Amazon, or madcastmedia.com. You're listening to the Madcast Media Network. Madcastmedia.com Welcome to the best debate in the universe. Every debate in the universe from dominoes to dildos. <laughs> with over one million downloads, I'm your host, Maddox. With me is Mikey, the audio engineer. It's time. And as always, my power bottom commanding lieutenant moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. Yep. Welcome <laughs> back, Rucka. Today, we've got an interesting debate. Interesting show today. Should the Matrix movie be rebooted, or more generally, should movies be rebooted? That's what we're going to debate, and then later on we've got some headlines, as always. But please, first, welcome to the show... Our esteemed guest this week, the lovely and talented Ashley Esqueda. Ashley, welcome to the show. Hello, friends. Am I pronouncing that correctly? It's Esqueda. Sh- uh, yeah, Esqueda, whatever. It's fine. Quesadilla, I don't care. So what I- <laughs> Ashley, we should mention you are the senior editor from CNET, a host of the show Tomorrow Daily. How long have you been doing that show? We started it in June of 2014, and then we actually spun it down late last year. And then um, and then now I'm doing like these crazy field packages. Mm-hmm. So I just got to, this is no joke, I watched somebody fly a fucking jetpack this week, and it was amazing. Like Wait a straight a up jet-powered turbines on each side, backpack, fly I, a jetpack. I know the person who did it. Do is you it Misha? Misha? Yeah, it's I Misha. watched Misha fly that jetpack on no Monday. No shit. Misha, yeah. Misha's a friend. I met him at a, a party. He's going to be a guest on the show. I took the dopest like jetpack maverick picture of him after he flew the jetpack. No shit. He did a, he did a good job. He was he was very uncertain at first, but then... Yeah. It, but we're going to have a video about it on CNET this oh, uh, this next week. Very cool. Yeah, and so so you've been working with CNET for a long time, right? A couple three, years? Three years yesterday. Three years yesterday. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Happy anniversary. Well, happy work anniversary to me. Yeah. So uh, how did you first get involved with CNET? You became the senior editor, right? Yeah, yeah. I, they, uh, they brought me on. I So I started hosting back in 2010. Uh, when when nobody had jobs for anybody, yeah, and um, somebody was like, "Hey, we're looking to, uh, for technology savvy hosts," and I was right. like, "I love technology," and uh, I didn't know exactly what they wanted, and they brought me in and said, "Okay, well, we only need two hosts. We need one for cloud computing, which at the time was." Almost non-existent. Non-existent, yeah. And uh, and then also Android, and it, that had also been hey. almost non-existent. Android. And right. uh, and I was like, Android, I love Android. I lied, like just straight up, like just bullshit lied, because I never even touched a smartphone at that point. It was two thousand nine. You, know, you know what, Ashley? Let's not, let's call it a prediction. You predicted that you would love uh, Android. Well, I knew I loved technology, and I knew I loved. Uh, smartphones and gadgets yeah. and so they hired me and I, I very quickly had to become an expert in uh, in Android so I did this week in Android for a long time then I worked for a whole bunch of other people like G4 I wrote for them for a little while did yeah. mo- mobile game reviews and uh, worked for Techno Buffalo that's on YouTube mm-hmm. and and you hosted the Geeky Awards, right? Yeah, I hosted the Geeky Awards. Um, I or I didn't host it; I wrote it. Oh, you I wrote, wrote it. I wrote the show. With you were the, the head with writer my, for I it. I was the head writer for the Geeky Awards for two years, and that was a lot of fun. It was um, Allison Hayslip hosted the first year, and she's a blast. And then Kale Anonymous hosted the second year, and he. I is, know Kale. Yeah. Kale was my co-host on Tomorrow Daily for a year. Wow. And I adore cool. him very much. Yeah. Kale, yeah, Kale Anonymous. I Mr. Mr. Zebra. Yeah. He's a cool dude. He's just, he's like at a, a lot of parties and stuff that I go to. He is Mr. Hollywood. I just see him yeah. at every event pretty much that I Holy go to. Shit, his name's Kale Anonymous. Kale Anonymous. His last name's Anonymous. It he's, is actually legally anonymous too, yeah. because we had so many problems at the CBS TV city lot, getting him onto the lot and getting him cleared yeah. because security did not believe that was his real last name. I didn't either. I thought, I mean, 
met him at a party, and he was like, "Yeah, it's Kale Anonymous. I'm adding his uh, contact in my phone." And you're I'm like, like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm yeah. Like, okay, dude, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hit on you. Like, you know, I, although he's a handsome guy. Yeah. <laughs> Kale just looks like a very picturesque man. Uh, he looks like. And a really attractive version of, like, Johnny Knoxville. There you go. That's exactly what he looks like. <laughs> or maybe this one. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> He's a handsome... Look, we're going to have Kale on the show at some point, but uh, that's, but, that's cool that you, uh, yeah, you hosted the show with him. So, th- tell me about the Geeky Awards, because what type of people do you give awards to who are nominated? It's not like the Webbies, right? No, it's, a, it's a little different. So, uh, the Geeky Awards was created... I don't know that they're doing it anymore. So, they did it for a few years, okay. and then it kind of fell off. Uh, I Like, I'm not really sure why because I didn't create the show but uh, they basically wanted to highlight sort of indie creators like it was really hard to find these spaces where it was like best it was kind of after the streamies remember they took that year off yes. they, they like took a year off and that was sort of a a I, I window it, to jump I, in. I wish they would take all the years off. <laughs> and then they, from well, the they web, did from the webbies. Uh, oh no, you said streamies. The streamies, and okay. then so it was like um, not just one type of thing for geeks. It was like best uh, cosplayer of the year, or like um, coolest board game, like best board game, uh, things like that. And so best crowdfund, like that was another thing. Best web series, like there was a lot of that kind of stuff. A uh, best internet personality, which why didn't you win? I don't know. I don't know. I've never been nominated. I have such a good personality. Rude. I don't get it. <laughs> Assholes. Now, here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> the Webbies, I've always shit on the Webbies. I feel like what the, the award show that you just described is what the Webbies should have been. Sure. Webbies implies that in the name that it's web a web-born product. It's for the internet. It's for the internet. Yeah. Yet... They got Kevin Spacey to host it, and then they're giving awards to CBS and Sony, yeah, and these huge media companies. I'm like, what the fuck? What, what are is you the doing? point? Yeah, what's the point of this? That's what thing? the Emmys are for. The SciTech Emmys are for that. Yeah, like, let's just leave that to them. That's fine. And celebrities, you get them every day. You can't. It's hard to tune out celebrities. Sure. How about getting some internet celebrities? And that's yeah. why I feel like. The uh, what, what's the Streamy Awards? Yeah, the Streamy Awards are more interesting. I like the to Streamies. Me. Yeah, yeah, they're really cool. You get to kind of learn about some new stuff that's out there. I mean, it's kind of a shit show in its own right. You had Fousey. I think uh, any live award show is always a shit show. Yeah. Let's all Especially, let's all be honest. Especially there. with a bunch of people that have never done anything but talk to their webcam. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we had, uh, I watched the Streamy Awards. So for those who aren't familiar, the Streamy Awards are the awards they give to YouTube personalities and new media. Mm-hmm. It's mostly YouTube though, right? Yeah, it's mostly, I th- like I would say, I think now like they've kind of expanded into Twitch too. So it's like oh. internet personalities because now they have the Twitch creative branch and all that stuff. So they're really kind of expanding in that way. Maybe, uh, I don't think anything from Vimeo is one, but there's some good content there. So do you have a preference? Know. Okay, so YouTube tried about a year or so ago to launch YouTube gaming mm-hmm. and YouTube gaming became like they, they really tried to make it a thing. And I feel like it's not uh, it, it really hasn't picked up traction. And I know personally why I don't uh, broadcast on YouTube gaming. It's because I'm afraid that I'll get a copyright strike against my channel. Yeah. And I like I mean, that's always that's always a concern. I mean, I think YouTube knows that that is a problem. I would imagine they do. If they don't, then pff, what is anybody even doing there? But um, yeah, like they. YouTube gaming is interesting because I think they offer some services that are really nice like that super user thing where you can donate like a ridiculous amount of money to be able to chat it's like you know these kind of like weird sort of like bonus things but at the end of the day it just feels like 
if you want to do gaming, Twitch seems it's Twitch right, right now. It seems like a better option, like yeah. in terms of what you have available to you and the audience. Like the thing is, is when I go to YouTube, I tend to go to watch short videos. Like I want to go to watch like a five minute music video or like something cool. That's not going to take three hours of my time. You're not going to watch the latest uh, John Tron. Oh, who is it? It's destiny versus John Tron. Sargon of Cod. Before uh, that, it was John Tron, John Tron yeah. and destiny. And, yeah. and now, and then, and then it became destiny versus all of animation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like if I go to Twitch, I'm going there intending to watch like an hour plus of somebody playing a game. Like I want right. to go see somebody streaming something I don't have access to. Or so you think Twitch whatever. is uh, still the, more of the game for the live show I or think live live live? YouTube's audience. getting close. I think YouTube. they're nipping at their heels. Okay, it's a, it's a Microsoft it's old school Microsoft strategy, which is let's throw money at this until we can be successful, which is right. what they did with Xbox. They just threw money at developers until. Yeah. They were until they were actually a a player in the space. Microsoft is good at one thing. Well, two things. Uh, One is money. And two is annoying their user base. Uh, yes, which, and with which, Windows 10, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Windows 10. Those Every, updates, let me yeah. tell you. Windows 10, they keep pushing it down, and they were like, oh, now's your, this is your last chance to get free Microsoft 10. It's like, shitheads, you're always going to make Microsoft 10 free because it's obvious you're moving towards an ad-based business model. All right, well, we get it. You love Apple. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. Get out of here. All right. Um, your check from Tim Cook is actually in the mail right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know Just what? Just got I'll cut. Ta- I'll take Tim's money. I don't care. Bozo. Yeah, send me your send me your cash, dipshit. <laughs> I'll go buy ten Windows laptops. <laughs> exactly. All right, we should move on. We should talk about the debate from last week. Ashley, we had our very lovely guest Leah Tishon on last week, and we debated whether or not city or rural life is better. Which oh. is better, city or country? What would you pick? Just uh, just out of curiosity. Oh my God! What a difficult choice. I was born in a rural area, and now mm-hmm. I live in a city. I I think I gotta say city. Well, Ashley, the audience voted. Rural. How did I get that so wrong? Yeah. I mean, goats, I guess. People people like, here's the thing. Here's the problem with the countryside. Okay. The number one pastime, I don't know if you know this, it's suicide. That's the, uh, (laughs) 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 we talked about that last week is the top 10. Oh my God. That's Mm -hmm. terrible. And then uh, what else? Masturbate. Oh, masturbate (laughs) is high up there. But actually, the number one... The family one, feud. I'd say it was like two or three, right? <laughs> Maddox uh, finds a way to, to do that in the city as well. Is that uh, true? Fair enough, is that fair true? Enough, Would you enough. say that's, that's there a are, statement? There are there some are, places... It is possible to masturbate here in L.A.? Well, look, the difference between... A some city, people do it right on the streets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The difference between city and country life is in the city, there are public masturbation areas. Right. There are libraries and the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so what else can you do in the countryside? Froyo. Froyo. No, that's... Milk okay. cows. Every trend, every food trend that starts in New York or Los Angeles finally like trickles its way to the Midwest. And it's th- at the same rate that a virus travels yeah. through, through. They're a, just a, now getting the cronut. Yeah, they're they're getting. We've cronut. moved on, by the way. <laughs> the city has moved on from the cronut. Goodbye. But yeah. you, if you are out in a rural rural area, are just now enjoying the greatness. You'll go to you'll go to the Midwest. They're just opening up cupcake stores. That's their new trend. And then they're going to get Froyo in about a year. And then two years from now, I'm telling you guys, it's coming pokey. Oh, yeah. Oh, that'll be a big deal with like crispy rice balls. Oh, that's going to blow people's minds. It's going to be gross. It's going to be like airport sushi or some shit. Yeah. And they're going to find a way to deep fry it. Store-bought sushi. Yeah. Yeah. And the other question we asked our audience last week was, is Mikey Boltz a fuckboy? That was a big debate we had last week. And the choices last week were... (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, do I have to answer this? I'm scared. Well, we asked the audience whether or not Mikey Boltz was a fuckboy and... 
The audience voted yes. Yes. Woo! <laughs> with two C's. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, I get with two C's. That's it was between good. yes and definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, the audience voted yes that Mikey Bolts is a fuckboy. I guess it's concluded, Mikey, uh, definitively. They don't know what they're talking about. It's like mm-hmm. Saddam Hussein election over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's exactly like Saddam Hussein's election. Yes or election. definitely. Fair. Fair as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we should get to some voicemail. I have a lot of vo- I got so much voicemail. Listen to the, uh, listen to some of these. Actually, Ruck, I think this one's for you. Oh, no. What up? It's your boy Kyle. I'm calling <laughs> in to see if you can do me a favor. My uh, father disowned me after falling out. I actually listen to the podcast, and I need a new one. I very much love for Rucka to be my new father, but I'll take what I can get. Anyway, Maddox, I love the show. Rucka, I love you. <laughs> Mikey. You're okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at that. We got some love all around, except for uh, Mike. I mean, look, yeah, not everyone's ready to accept a fuckboy into their lives. <laughs> it's, right. a, it's a like. It's not quite a love. He's not there yet. He'll yeah. get there. Yeah, he'll Come get on. there. Well, what, what do you say, Rucka? Will you well, be this guy's dad? No, I think uh, a cooler dad would be a, a fuckboy like Mikey. I think he should Oh, I don't know about that. No, I mean, who the hell wants a, wants a boring fucking non-fuckboy dad, you know? No. <laughs> he needs a dad that'll teach him the ropes, yeah. you know? Mm, Come on, okay. Mikey. You got a all lot of right. love to give. All right. So much love to give. Yeah. I'm feeling this, the love this on this poor, podcast. This poor kid just wants a father, <laughs> and you two dipshits, can, can you stop clowning around and take adopt this kid already? I'm sorry, but he if needs you're a looking dad. for a father and you're calling into podcasts trying to figure this out... <laughs> He's too busy developing his fuckboy boot camp, guys. He can't. He doesn't have time for a kid. Let's all yeah, be honest. I have to come up with hand signs. And <laughs> <laughs> if, the, if the kid's looking for a grandfather, you're about that age, aren't you? Oh. Okay. You know what? That's not funny. <laughs> Whoops. That's ageist. Yeah. I'll be your mother. Trigger. Yeah, thank you. Ashley got triggered on you, on my behalf, Rucka. <laughs> yeah. That's how triggered I became. I triggered Ashley indirectly. Oh, it's so intense. Yeah. Triggered as fuck. All right, uh, here's another voicemail. Hi, guys. This is Donald Trump calling. Hey. I just want to say that these guys who's are doing a great job with the show. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, couldn't hold it He did call back and try to fix the voicemail and i did not bring that one in <laughs> here's a here's another call. just like this, when he deletes his tweets oh uh, hey. that's true hey uh you know i forgot to mention speaking of donald trump and tweets donald trump is joining us again this week thank you you're always forgetting but i am here maddox thank you <laughs> thank you for joining us donald it's at, like i'm not even here at the end of the show donald's a very quiet like on, on tv he's very brash very loud very arrogant he Im- he interrupts people, but on the show he's very polite. He sits stealth. in the corner. Yeah, very he sits stealth. on the stool in the corner and waits till his turn to talk. You forget that I'm here on the stool, and I don't know what to do with you. Yeah, well, I hope <laughs> I hope you don't tweet about me. But he is going to read some of his tweets later on in the show. Yes, I will. Thank, thank you, thank you, Donald Trump. This is a call we got from I think a, a debate we had a couple weeks ago. But I want to bring this in. We got so, sometimes we get so much voicemail that I am on delay i'm on a lag i'm trying to catch up with these but uh here here's this one listen to this hey maddox you're asking how the world's gonna end but the most important question is are you gonna release your book before the world fucking ends you slow poke bitch <laughs> yeah <laughs> asshole <laughs> of course i am idiot what kind of question is that what a send-off <laughs> yeah i mean it really depends on when the world's gonna end though right no what if it's like next week donald trump can you comment on that I'm eating Skittles right now. I can't comment. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Damn Donald, it, Donald Trump. Donald was eating Skittles when you asked him that question. But here's the thing. My, if the world ends next week, I will release my book the day before. Okay, shithead, so you'll still be able to buy it. And you know what? Don't even worry about it because you are 
Yeah, douchebag of the week. You don't even have. There you go. You're the douchebag of the week. There. <laughs> sit on that. All right. Here's another. Here's another voice. You know that's true. You never have to really release a finished book. Nobody said you had to do it, that. It is finished, Ashley. I did oh. finish my book. That's well. the thing. So I've been getting shit for years, specifically two. Have you just been waiting for me to finish reading it? Is that your uh, Ashley Esqueda is proofreading my book yeah oh, i'm so sorry you guys i'm fucking this up so hard you, you want it you want to know the truth though so many typos you know you want to know the truth though ashley the, about the the new book i announced it two years ago and since i've announced it i haven't announced the title the release date what it's about or anything it's a complete and absolute secret you're the Not- fucking beyonce of books <laughs> mm-hmm. this is going to be your lemonade right you're right I'm really excited now. Queen Maddox. Maddox, explain what she means by that. Is there a visual film that comes with your book? There may be. I'm not announcing anything about it. What she means by that <laughs> is that I have a very loyal fan base that uh-huh. I call the Bayhive. Is that what you, you the, know? And, and, and that, uh, oh, it's real hard to infer what Ashley meant by that, Rucka. No, I mean, you're I'm so- guessing that, that Beyonce announced the Lemonade album years ago and then finally finished it. Is that the whole, is that it? Well, she never announced anything. She just dropped it oh, on top of us it? like a beautiful gift from heaven. <laughs> Oh, we, we all do love Beyonce, isn't that right, Maddox? Look, <laughs> I got another voicemail. <laughs> you can do worse than Beyonce. I like Beyonce more than Rihanna. I'll take that. That's right. Should You're we welcome. debate that this week? <gasps> oh my! No, I, I won't debate that. That's ridiculous. There's no question. I only, I only. That's like asking if if you're a fuckboy. That's, I mean. Oh, it's yeah. it's that's established. Is okay. it Beyonce the best or the absolute greatest? And so, I mean, these are really the only two options. Yeah. Well, we will not be debating that, but we will Good. be listening to another voicemail. Here okay. it is. Right. I think Rucka, this is for you. He's got it's a compliment, I think, but it sounds mm. very backhanded. Listen to this oh, guy. No. Hey guys, just listen to the podcast. I just want to say, Rucka, normally you're pretty intolerable. <laughs> But this last podcast, you were all right. Hey. Bye. Look at that. Oh, there you go. <laughs> hey. Maybe Is you that are a compliment? Take a compliment. Definitely a compliment. Yeah. And then uh, we got a long time caller from, from way back in the day. It's a mom who's a big fan of the show. And Mikey, she's Greek. No. Uh-huh. Your people oh, calling in. It's a mom, a very famous mom. It's Angelo's mom. Oh. Here she is. She called into the show. Listen to this. Here's what Angelo has to say. Because, again, she heard that I finished the book. It's a big deal. And here's what she has to say. You reached the professor. Leave your voicemail after the town. Malik, hi. This is Angelo's mom. Oh, boy, I love you. I'm so excited <laughs> by finishing your book. And maybe sometime you can stop by so I can see you. I can meet you, okay? And I'm very happy. And uh, uh, I'm very happy about your success. Hey. And also, I know you Armenian and Greeks love Armenians. Hey. And thank you for bringing up the um, Greek uh, and the, uh, the Greeks who they were under tyranny for over 400 years. Thank you for that. We love mm-hmm. Armenia. You gotta give more context. We love you. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you gotta give context. Wait, uh, Maddox, this is Angelo. Yeah, we I, go way back. You remember me. Yeah, of course. I, I told her how you guys talked about the uh, Armenian genocide by the yep. Ottoman Empire in the early 20th century. Right. And then you guys brought up on your show that the Ottoman Empire did something similar to right. Greeks. Right. And we suffered a great deal for over 400, uh, over 400 years. Anyway, keep it up. I hope to God I meet you someday sooner than later. Okay? And keep up the good work. 
And I can't wait to receive he's, your book. He, he got it. He's uh, he did some writing, I think, for a new video game too. Oh yeah. Or, and, yeah. Look at that plug. New video game, and I can't wait to buy your book. So anyway, <laughs> until we meet. I love you. Yeah. Good luck and everything. Lots of success. Stay healthy and safe. What a great Bye. mom. Bye. My heart feels yeah. so full. Right? <laughs> isn't she isn't she just uplifting? Just fills your spirit? That should be that one guy's dad also. Her his should be his mom and dad. She's got enough love to be a mom and a dad. Yeah, and grandparents. Yeah. Like I adore Angela's mom. If I don't I, even if, know her. I could take if I if I just got like ten seconds of Angelo's mom's love, it, it would be like years worth of my my own mom's. <laughs> and with all, I understand. with all that being said, she's still gonna have to pay for the book like everyone else. She's not getting a free oh, one. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. We don't give away free books at Madcast Media. Hell no. Everyone's got to pay. Everyone's got to pay. I buy my own books. Yeah. That's how valuable they are. I tell the, I tell the publisher, thanks, but no thanks. S- take it back. Take, take it out of my check. Take my money. Yeah, take it out of my royalty check. <laughs> I will pay for my own books. And you know what? <laughs> you know what's actually sad? Because they're worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, but you know what, though? I actually do have to buy my own books sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I, the publisher sends you some for free, but then after that, after a certain allotment, they're like, okay, you got to pay. You're, yeah. you're buying your own books. Are you going to do the thing where you like sign it and put it in like an airport library, like a bookstore? Yeah. Well, that's that all depends on the Secretly? publisher. No, it doesn't have to be secret. They, like with a receipt in it. Like I've seen this, like some authors will like buy their own book at a bookstore, sign it and then put the receipt inside it and then put it back on the shelves. Really? For a fan to find. Oh, no, I've never heard of that. And they'll put like a little note in there that's like, I it's on books on me. Enjoy it. Like blah, blah. Oh, and then you wow, just like take cool. it up the front and leave it. Wow. Like, that's really cool. It. It's really neat. Well, so what I found is that when I went on book tour the first two times or three times, whatever, they what they do is they send authors to bookstores to do stock signings. Right. And stock signings are essentially, they're literally, you're signing the stock of books that they have in the store. And there's a lot of authors do this. So you can go to a store and just look for autographed copies. And the store, this seems ridiculous, but they put this little sticker in the corner that just says autographed. And it looks like it's part of the cover. So you might see it a billion times and not notice, but the actual author signed that copy of the huh. book and there are tons of these books out in bookstores all you have to do is look for this tiny little sticker that says autographed which i've glanced at a million times and never noticed i was gonna say maybe i just never noticed that yeah. now i'm gonna look yeah there's a lot of books especially if you look at if you go to a barnes and noble which i highly recommend everybody do because bookstores are disappearing hit your bookstore up guys yeah look at the the authors who've been through the store or are coming to the store and more often than not you'll find some signed copies of their books in store that's a good tip that's that's a good tip it is a good tip and angelo's mom angelo mentioned that i'm working on this video game i worked i wrote for a video game it's called star blood arena it's coming out in april just around the corner and and what is it a, a week or two from now it's coming out it's a virtual reality game they created a game that is an arena-based shooter mm-hmm. in virtual reality. And it is so fucking cool. I'm so proud to be part of this team and to have worked on this game. They hired me to write a bit part for it originally. And they loved my work. And then they hired me to write the rest of the characters for this game. So, Must uh, have done something right. Yeah, they, it's so cool. I played it at E3 for the first time. and How uh, surreal was that to actually play a game that you helped create at oh, E3, the biggest game 
convention oh it's amazing I, I was beaming just standing in there watching people's reactions listening to the dialogue because for months all i saw of the game i didn't even know the title of this game i didn't even know the name of you know the 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 ships or any of the stuff i was just looking at a spreadsheet a very dense spreadsheet with a dialogue tree of wow. all the characters and then to finally see it living and breathing in action is just indescribable it's that's so, a moment that's a moment you don't forget yeah it's very cool but anyway speaking of moments we don't forget we should get on to the debate this week i'm ready to fight coming up at the end of the show i've got some quick news headlines and with me as always for the debate is my power bottom commanding lieutenant moderator rucka rucka ali let's hear his buzzer and ashley welcome to the show let's hear your buzzer and Mikey, again, you have the buzzer this week. Let's hear yours. Wrong! There it is. <laughs> if any of these fine people hear anything they disagree with, if I make a logical contradiction, if I say, if I misspeak and say something that's not factually correct, feel free to buzz me. Or if you just want to, buzz to interrupt and talk. But moving on, we should talk about the debate this week. Warner Brothers recently announced that they were rebooting the 90s hit The Matrix. According to Wired, Tuesday night, The Hollywood Reporter published that Warner Brothers is planning a relaunch of The Matrix. Alpha's creator, Zach Penn, might be writing a treatment and Michael B. Jordan could star, but no one knows anything more, including whether the Wachowski brothers are involved. Those are the original creators of The Matrix. They're not brothers anymore. They're not, sisters. Oh, sisters. That's right. Did they both Wachowski change sisters. genders? Yep, they sure did. Jesus Christ. They both changed. It's the is it the, the Wakowski sisters? Wakowski sisters. Now. Yep. Anyway, so the Wakowski sisters. Because we sisters live now. in the Matrix. That's that's. Well, I mean, yeah, they're the can, sisters. Can now. we say that the brothers created the show, the movie, the original? Mm-hmm. How inc- how incredible would it be if the brothers created the original and the sisters created the reboot? Yeah. That's how. That's. I would watch. Mind that. blowing. Yeah. Almost wow. like the original movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of fans have criticized this move, along with the reboot of the Power Rangers, because it feels grittier than the original. So with so many movies rebooted with varying degrees of success, it leads us to the debate this week. Are reboots cool as shit, or do they suck shit? That's the debate this week. Now's your chance to vote on the website, madcastmedia.com, and weigh in on the debate. But first, Ashley, as our guest this week, I'm going to give you... First stab at picking a side here. Do you think reboots are a good idea or bad? I think I'm going to get killed for this, but I think reboots are a good idea. Wow. You're going to argue for reboots. I'm taking the tough, you know, I like a, I like a tough fight. I like a yeah. good challenge. In, interesting. So what makes you think that in any universe, a reboot is a, is a good idea? Okay. So, so there's a few reasons, but I'll start with the most obvious one, which is some movies are garbage and can be made better. And so if you have something very old that wasn't that great, you can see it come to life in a different way. Like another good example is 21 Jump Street was a show, a show like it wasn't mind blowing. I mean, it was, it was interesting and people liked it, but it it was a show. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, the reboot of the movies those movies are fucking awesome. I never saw the show. Uh, was it making fun of itself the way the movie is? No, I think it was a little bit more serious about yeah. itself. It took itself a little bit more seriously. It definitely was not the very self-aware uh, movies that came out. Um, and so, yeah, I think sometimes a reboot is a good thing for a, for a franchise or a property because sometimes the original is not as good as we remember it. And I... Our nostalgia ties us to these things and says, okay, like this is amazing. Like this thing is amazing and no one can ever touch it. And then all of a sudden, like you make this reboot and 
people flip out. But the thing is, is like sometimes it's better. Like sometimes you have to just let go of your nostalgia to enjoy something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, interesting, interesting uh, debate. Interesting tack you got there, Ashley. But uh, how about this for a counter argument? Ghostbusters. Ooh. I dressed up as whole Trigger. thing for Halloween. Wait, who got triggered? And I, who- I just felt like that was a good time to hit it. Oh, you got tri- okay. everybody on the internet got triggered when that was triggered. <laughs> <laughs> who did you dress up as? Holtzman, Kate Holtzman. McKinnon's character. Oh, so you really liked the Ghostbusters movie? Uh, I thought that it had some good ideas in it. Yeah. Um, and I actually really liked the the all female cast. I didn't like the characters specifically because they a couple of them felt a little bit flat. Specifically, Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy felt a little bit flat. Um. But I thought the third act really fell apart. It seemed like yeah. studio interference was like, this needs to be bigger. And like the original Ghostbusters wasn't like it was a it was a big ending, but it wasn't in that sort of like forced yeah. square peg round hole way. Like the, it, the ending of the, the Ghostbusters 2017 reboot felt forced. So yeah. I thought they started off really good and there are some really good ideas in there, um, but too many winks to the original. And also I think um, they could have done a little better job, like actually developing the characters. It was 2016. Sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 20, yeah. 2016. Please don't, don't lie. You know what? That's an accurate <laughs> buzzer and I will take it. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, who was the director? Um, Paul Feig. Paul Feig, Bridesmaids, right? The Heat, yes. like good movies. Now, now Paul Feig, ex- exactly. He's made, so he made, he, tur- he seemed like he was taking that movie and trying to make it a political statement with it. Like, oh, girls can do it too. It's like, guy, we know. We know girls can carry movies. We've seen lots, we- Kill Bill. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the wrong buzzer. <laughs> you you can are- buzz me for buzzing the wrong buzzer. Uh, <laughs> Did you mean to do a ding? No, I meant, to, so here's the thing. Like Hollywood does not understand that women can carry a movie. And this has always been the case. This is why we haven't seen any female superhero movies in development since Catwoman failed with Halle Berry. Yeah. Because, because every time you bring out, it's just like, so with hidden figures, same thing. They're all like people of color, women of color can't carry a movie, blah, blah, blah. And then like hidden figures comes out they go oh shit maybe they can carry a movie but, but what, if that movie had failed hollywood would have been like oh we can't do that for like 20 fucking years well maybe i mean it is a business and they want to i mean they did that Halle, sure what, what, what was the halle berry movie that was a big uh big vehicle for halle berry and it totally flopped it was uh or was it angelina jolie i don't know tomb well, raider tomb raider did okay tomb raider catwoman but the, but the thing is is like these movies like come out and so okay so like a good example is ryan reynolds goes and plays hal jordan and is like it's a terrible movie it's what, a, in what movie? In Green, Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Oh, Green Lantern. It's yeah. garbage. Yeah. That movie is hot garbage on right. a on a tire fire. It's just so right. bad. Right. And immediately, like, we're already still just developing like a new like white dude superhero. And it's like that. That's fine. Like, I I like those movies. I want to see them. Like, I'm not saying don't make them. But like, I, I am. there's I'll a lot more. <laughs> there's a lot more forgiveness. Like in the sense of like this like you know, here, this classic sort of hero. And like, when you see women, like it's real. you know what I would have wanted? I would have wanted to see instead of Halle Berry as Catwoman, I wanted 20 years ago, Michelle Pfeiffer, standalone Catwoman movie. That That's would the have, movie I that would have been incredible. Michelle Pfeiffer was an amazing Catwoman, but here's the thing. You have Kill Bill. Kill Bill was entirely, it was a female driven movie and it was fantastic and it was a huge hit, but it didn't spawn any like, what did it spawn? Kill Bill 2, which was just okay. Sure. That's true. Yeah. Kill Bill 2 came Kill Bill out 2. after that. What about Alien? Alien is an amazing series yeah. with with uh, Ripley, Sigourney Weaver. Sure. Aliens 1 through 4. I, You know, look, I've only seen part 1 and 4. And I like Wait, both I'm movies. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You haven't seen Aliens 2. No. The, one of the greatest really? sci-fi. It's called Aliens. 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 <laughs> 
<laughs> but thank you, Rucka. I'm listening. No, he's a, he's please. A moderate. No, he's stay moderate. on. Yeah. Please, and, uh, moderate. And I've always said women can do anything men can do, Maddox. So why don't you uh, cool it? I am cooling it. Yeah. This is me cool. But, but I think it yeah. wasn't so much Paul Feig saying like, oh, girls can do. He said in an interview, then this is why I said you were wrong. He said in an interview, the reason he decided to do it was because it was the only way it made that franchise interesting to him. To, to him, uh, which which again, he's yeah. using gender as a vi- as sure. a vehicle, and he but, has, and 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 to great effect. Well, pre- I before think, that, I, I know because he's made successful movies. Yeah, uh, Bridesmaid, he did Bridesmaid, so right? So funny! Oh my god, that was a great movie. Everyone liked it, and and, and that proved, of course, again that women can carry a movie in a franchise, and it when and he did it right. Yeah. So no one was doubting that anymore. Ghostbusters already had a gimmick, which is we've got exterminators, except instead of exterminating pests. They're it's exterminating ghosts. ghosts. Yeah. Interesting. That's the interesting gimmick. And then he's kind of adding another thing on top of it. Plus the, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ozzy Osbourne cameo was so ham-fisted. It was so forced. Uh, Wait, I'm sorry. Was Ozzy Osbourne in this movie? Yeah. Wasn't he Ozzy I don't. Ozfest? I don't believe I saw him. I don't believe I saw him in Ghostbusters 2016. Wasn't there a big Ozfest plug in, in uh, Ghostbusters? Nope. Really? No. Am I totally off base? Did you see a different movie? What Did you the- see some weird movie on Comet? <laughs> what was the? <laughs> Maybe I do love Comet. What was the concert they went to in Ghostbusters? It was just like a. It was like a rock concert. It wasn't Ozfest. I no. pr- I'm pretty sure it was Ozfest. Did you guys no. see Mikey? Mm-hmm. You're a fuckboy. Did you see Ghostbusters? <laughs> Did you see Ghostbusters 2016? I don't remember that. No, I, that wasn't like a featured thing or anything. Okay, so go well, look. Ghostbusters. They went to like um, a metal show. That was like it was like yeah, a, and I thought a heavy it was metal Oz- show. I thought it was mm-hmm. Ozfest. Mm-hmm. Ozzy huh. Osbourne wasn't in that movie. What? I'm gonna look that up. Whether it's to make a moderator, whether whether it's to make a statement yeah. or not, why would that cast or uh, um, four female leads uh, in a movie like a, a comedy movie like that? Why couldn't it be an original script that would be more, uh, in my opinion, groundbreaking rather than being something that we would um, compare to something that happened 30 years ago? I would rather see all four of them in something in an original Fee- vehicle that Paul Fee something wrote. new. Yeah. yeah. And that's and I agree with the. I thought the casting was off. I thought that um, Melissa McCarthy could have played Leslie Jones character and it would have been way funnier. And I think Leslie Jones could have. Maybe well, I don't know. Like I feel like maybe it's just because I'm used to seeing Melissa McCarthy be like be more, that character. Yeah. yeah, she is that. Um, she plays maybe, that maybe character. That's a lot. It. And she was so calm in this movie. But I would much rather see them in something original because me being Ghostbusters is one of my favorite movies of all time. Sure, me too. And as a uh, Greek advocate of uh, the Golden Girls <laughs> and every season that's ever existed, and I'm you're so a big fan of the Golden Girls. I love. I watched it with my grandma every wow. time I was over at her house. I it was favorite mm. favorite show. You're but, not a fuck boy. You like the Golden Girls. That's adorable. Yeah, and um, no, but but that's 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 all I'm saying though is that. I have no problem with them starring in a movie. I have no yeah. problem with just an all-female cast, no men in the entire movie. I just don't want to see something that was created as for... Like, oh, this will be interesting. Let's just put some women yeah. in there. Yeah. I, I, I don't disagree with that in a sense of, like, I, as a moviegoer, would love to see that movie. Like, an original thing with the four of them start fine. Um, but from a business standpoint, oh, sorry, it doesn't make any <laughs> sense. Like, it doesn't make sense for the studio because they go, well, we already have this great franchise that we can just attach a name to right. which i'm sure you're feeling with power rangers where yeah, it's like yeah oh we'll get to power. you know yeah. but yeah but it's like it's the, the thing is is these studios don't want to let these franchises die because they're great franchises yeah. and well, you know that's that's a big thing and that my second point on the reboot thing is right. it gives a next a new generation a chance to fall in love with that thing because so many like little kids are not going to go seek out the original ghostbusters and like when i was a kid look 
Ghostbusters, one of my favorite movies of all time, too. I told my kindergarten teacher first day of school, what, she goes, what do you want to be when you grow up? And I said, a parapsychologist. I was a fucking weird <laughs> wow. kid. Wow, that's great. That's and like, because word. I loved Egon. He's like my favorite Ghostbuster. And yeah. I watched the cartoon and I was like, I'm like basically Egon. I'm right. a weirdo. Like, Amazing I love cartoon, it. yeah. Yeah, and yeah. like, and so when I saw Kate McKinnon's character, I'm like, this is basically me. Like, it's Lady Egon. Like, Lady that's Egon. exactly what I want. And so... Like I see a lot of little girls dressed up when I did uh, Halloween and I handed out candy this year, there were little girls dressed up as Ghostbusters and I had never seen that before. And so that to me is like a really good reason for reboots is to like bring a new generation of people up on that. Uh, you know that franchise and give them that opportunity to go seek out oh there were other Ghostbusters movies I want to go see them like that's cool well let's generalize this argument okay so you're saying that reboots bring a new generation a new generation to a beloved franchise to to a beloved franchise okay well that's fine that's that's fair but what happens when there are so many reboots that there are no more new franchises being made I mean, essentially, one of the worst instances of this happening is the Spider-Man movies. So you had in 2002 the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movie, mm-hmm. and they made three of them. So from 2002 till when? It was like 2000, ten year. It was a long time. Yeah, yeah, till 2007. It was a long time. And then, and then, like four or five years later, they just rebooted it for no, no reason. Like three, like it was quick. Three. Yeah, it was yeah. like two years. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, it was no, quick. Here we go. Let's do this again. And they did one with Andrew Garfield in 2012. And it, it felt like well, so far what Rucka? It was called the Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Excuse me, all the hell. Big well, difference. It was like Rucka's on top. It was of a little it. bit different. Instead of Mary Jane, you had some blonde girl, and they were done by different yeah. studios. That's why it was so quick. I, I, one was Fox, I think, and then another one was another one, and I think that's Sony, Sony has Sony. it now, yeah. and that's the, they're like they've like agreed that. to like loan out Tom Holland for the Avengers Infinity yeah. Wars movies, and it's like a so whole now Marvel world. has it again so, for the yeah, Avengers. Yeah. So listen to this. Um, here are the reboots that were slated in twenty. 16. Just 2016 alone, they were re- they they announced all these Time Bandits, Akira, American Psycho, The Birds, Death Wish, Creature from the Black Lagoon, which is gonna be a shit show, Highlander, <laughs> Heavy but Metal. But there could only be one. Yeah, yeah. Well, no one should ever reboot Highlander. There could be only one, and then every other reboot they make every few years, <laughs> and then another one. Yeah, and then another one. <laughs> Escape from New York, My Fair Lady. Romancing the Stone, Short Circuit. These are all reboots. And by the way, they already rebooted Short Circuit. It's called Wally. They, they did that already. I would I, look. I love robots, mm-hmm. so I'll take a reboot smart. on on Wally and Short Circuit any 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 day. But that's a smart reboot, though. And I was gonna say the same thing about Ghostbusters. Why couldn't they all be parapsychologists that are doing like with a twist, like more of a twist? I really was hoping that they would have done for Ghostbusters. Like, why not just make it like? I my uncle was one of the OG Ghostbusters and I got and I got a huge inheritance like Bill Murray like why not just say oh he was my uncle and he left me this whole sack of cash like and I want to get into what he was doing like do that yeah I I rewrote the intro to the new Ghostbusters movie in my mind thinking how much better would this movie have been if you the movie started out with a little girl if you you know if you want to keep the same uh, gimmick or whatever you have a little girl in the attic tinkering around uh, disassembling a radio or a Nintendo Switch or you know yeah no, whatever yeah, yeah whatever yeah. disassembling something she's really interested in gear and technology and she's always getting in trouble for for breaking things apart in the house and then one day she's going through the attic and she goes through dad's old chest and he find she finds this book that her dad wrote 
On ghosts. On ghosts. Parapsychology. Sure. And she she gets interested in it and she looks through it and she sees this little sketch of the proton pack and the containment unit. She's like, Dad, what what is what, what is, is all this? this? And he's like, Oh, you shouldn't don't 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 look into that. Yeah. Don't don't never go up in that chest again. Or like and push then, it into the future and make it like grandpa. Like do that. Yeah. And and, and then and then you have the old guard. A very Usher organically yeah passing the baton and it's it's a more organic way of doing it it does feel kind of cliche and I'll, i will admit that and that's fine but sometimes we like cliches and that's okay yeah or you know what you can avoid the whole thing by making a new fucking franchise how about that yeah. ever heard of that uh, it's not the easiest thing but, I don't all like I, but, I, but thing. the thing is like i don't ever want to see that franchise die no, no, no. Ghostbusters? Yeah. Well, of course. Like, I don't ever want to let that go. Like, I don't ever want to see the Goonies. Goonies never say die, guys. Like, ever. You and know, go- Goonies. I don't ever want to see that franchise die, even though maybe it's not the reboot for me, but maybe an eight-year-old who, you know, needs, who wants to feel like they, I don't know, like are, are excited about something, like might see that reboot and, and feel the same way I did when I was a kid when I saw it. An adventure. What were you going to say, Mikey? I think the issue uh, with uh, Ghostbusters, uh, the people that, well, obviously Dan Aykroyd and everyone, they were, they've been talking about a Ghostbusters street for so, so long. long. And then after Harold Ramis died yeah. and Bill Murray really was never on board yeah. no. with Ghostbusters three anyways, that I think it soured a lot of uh, the relationships that would have needed to approve any type of connection to the old, um, th- without like it being even, a reboot. But even like Aykroyd, like you could just use one Ghostbuster yeah. from the previous, mm-hmm. like, and that's, that's cool. Yeah. Or like, what if Kate McKinnon's character, that's, Egon was her weird uncle. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. why not that? Like, no, that well, makes sense to me. They had Ernie Hudson, which, by the way, the saddest cameo in that entire movie was Dan Aykroyd. I, when I saw he just looked like a sad sack. Uh, uh, oh. Ernie, Ernie Hudson was the best cameo in that movie. That was great. Yeah, he was I great. I love that he owned a funeral home. Like, that was hilarious. Oh, yeah, no, was there's some theory. Have you heard this, like, theory that basically this Ghostbusters exists in an alternate universe oh, with, yeah. like, the original Ghostbusters? And so, like, those characters, like, Dan Aykroyd's character exists, but now he's a cab driver who's just interested in the paranormal, listens to talk radio a lot. It's kind of a cool, like, they mention at the end of the movie, like, oh, I made this trap or whatever, and I think it sends the ghost to Wisconsin, or like, she's like, I don't know, somewhere in Michigan, and I'm like, that's, it's a weird internet theory. You could really fall down some rabbit holes with with this new Ghostbusters movie, yeah. Also, breaking news, I did look it up, it is, uh, it was OzFest, yeah. Ozzy Ozzy had a a tiny little cameo, and it was so weird in that movie, but I can't even remember, it was so pat. So yeah, it was off. What Rucka? Listen, are we having a discussion about <laughs> if reboots are, yeah. are done right or were they done wrong in this case, or the right is in switching it from men to? Are we talking about it? Re- should reboot reboots be done or not? Well, here's a, here's a strong case against, against reboots. Okay. okay, RoboCop. All right, the reboot was shit. <laughs> that's a good. That's a good point. What about, I'll give you. I'm gonna give you a point for that yeah. one. Yeah. What about Total Recall? Another shit reboot. And by the way, I saw the or, the reboot of Total Recall. Before I saw the original, I hated the oh, reboot, and that's wow. on you, dude. Well, that's, hold on, yeah, hold on. Let me sorry. let me get this let me get this out because I saw the original. I saw the reboot first, and it sucked. And I was like, "Wow, the the original's got to be great." So I went back and I watched the original. I'm like, "Holy shit, this sucks too." Wow. They're both so shit. You're an idiot. <laughs> no, <they're, laughs> it's garbage. <laughs> so that's it's your a point. Shit so movie. basically, that's your point. You're Dumb people wrong. won't like the original. 
Look, the original sucked. Listen, it does not you hold fucking up. ignoramus. Why don't you watch any movies like of historical significance? You've seen nothing from the 80s, nothing from the 90s. You've seen you go out and watch these shitty reboots and then you go home and fucking you you go you watch this the the original one with a bias against it and you end up disliking it. Yeah, see you already have that like hatred sitting in the fire. You like the fire in your belly of hate for that reboot and then you go see the original and you're like I fucking hate this already. Wrong. You didn't like when they when they're when they've got Arnold tied up and they're just like this guy was actually working against you and this guy and then they pull up a video and the guy's like huh surprise I was working against you too and they go and we got one more for you and Arnold goes who is it now my mother <laughs> come on see you're laughing Maddox yeah, you love because that because your because your impression my impression's the shit yeah I'm like the I'm next saying. Mikey Bolts there you go <laughs> nipping at your heels Mikey yeah. Bolts you got Look we out. got a we got a fuck boy in the works fuck boy <laughs> yeah. all right Trigger. so what so your yeah. case against it is that there were some shitty reboots. Uh, mostly. Ash, they're Ashley, mostly shitty. You like the new Ghostbusters? Is there other examples of good reboots you'd like to bring up? I mean, 21 Jump Street's a really good example. I'll give you that. 21 Jump Street was decent. Hold on. 21 Jump Street is in the tradition of something that was done a lot in the 90s, which is taking cringy-ass shows of the past, like Brady Bunch, Bewitched, and making it funny with a movie that makes fun of the actual original. Right, like a exactly, nod, nod, wink, wink. Which no, is exactly what those... Like, lists. I know that Chips will be a great reboot. Like, it'll be great. I have a, I, I have faith that that'll be a good one. Ashley, it'll be you ridiculous. Wanna go, you want to go on the record as saying you think that Chips is going to be good. Well, I'm not saying it's going to be good. I'm saying it's going to be a good reboot. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. All right, is there um, is there a reboot of an old movie, not a TV show? I have I have a I I made a I made a small list. Oh yeah, let's hear I this. Made a yeah. very small list. Uh, all right, so first of all, mm-hmm. Planet of the Apes. Like you, let's which talk one? about which one? The the new ones, the Fuck Rise that. of they're so good. Ugh. I liked which the one? first one. I said I haven't seen the second one. I liked the second one Planet not as much Apes. as the first one. Yeah, but from what I have heard and seen of the third one that's coming out. I have faith. It's, yeah. it's look, I, that's I, a great reboot of a trilogy. Uh, also, the Dark Knight trilogy, that's a reboot of Batman. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. I would say I already know in my heart that Spider-Man Homecoming is going to be a great reboot. I think they finally There's found another- the right Spider-Man. They're relying on Marvel to to help them write that movie. Like they're going to allow Marvel to be involved in the making of that movie so that it's not hot garbage. Uh, so so what is this uh the the what is it? 16th, 17th Spider-Man reboot they've done in the last It's a like 47th at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um but Tom Holy Holland shit. is like actually a teenage kid and like I feel yeah. like that is going to be that's going to be and good. And they always gross $300 million, so we're, that's, all, yeah, that's, that's all it needs. That's what it is, yeah. <laughs> indeed, indeed. I personally really liked the Godzilla reboot. I thought it was cool. I thought it was okay. I yeah. enjoyed it. I, like I thought God- it was good it enough. Was good. Look, good I'm enough a, for a Godzilla movie. I thought it was good. I'm a huge Godzilla fan. I love Godzilla everything, and I hated the, uh, the what was the ni- Godzilla 1999 or whatever? Oh, it was brutal. It was 87? So bad. 97. No, 97, yeah, yeah, with, uh, with Matthew, Matthew Broderick. Broderick. That was awful. But the new Godzilla, the new American Godzilla, was okay. And I'll tell you, the, the, the scene that saved that movie is the end, okay? Because the final battle's so cool, and I'm- yeah. You know, it, it was it was incredible. I did see the Godzilla reboot that came out from Japan recently. Shin Godzilla. How was that? Fucking amazing. <laughs> totally worth seeing. I, you should go out and watch that tonight after you listen to this podcast. And also, if you want to talk about international movies that we have rebooted here in the U.S., we can talk about The Ring, which was fucking great uh from ringu in japan oh, like that yeah, was incredible that. yeah uh uh the departed 
that was a movie in South Korea. Like, That's right. These are great movies that we have rebooted here in the U.S. So I could say there are some really amazing reboots out there. So, Ashley, there's, there's one there's one bullet in your chamber that you haven't fired yet, which would totally sink my battleship. <laughs> Mikey, Rucka, if you guys can, can I'm going to get I'm going to put this out. Is to it the, the battleship room. movie? No, <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It's, it's battleship. It's, it's battleship. I'm sorry. If you guys if you guys call this before I get to the other side of the debate, I will cede the debate to you. But if you don't. I'm going to mention it. A good reboot? Yeah. Do you, right, you have I'm, any guess? Think, I'm, I'm going I'm to start brainstorming. Do we also consider all of the new Bonds reboots, like rebooting the Bond franchise or no? Oh, you want to talk about Bond? I shit all over Bond. Are you kidding me? Daniel Craig? Casino Royale is such a piece of horseshit. First of all, the plot of Casino Royale is that he's going up against this a huge corporate megalomaniac <laughs> in Bolivia who is trying to raise uh, the, the you water. You Trigger, trigger. I am triggered. You can hit yeah. triggered some more. I am super triggered. So, so his the bad guy in the James Bond movies, this guy who's basically trying to buy out all the water and have a monopoly on water so he can raise the price by two thirds. Well, guess what? <laughs> that actually happened in real life, and it wasn't two thirds. It was like a hundred or three hundred percent higher, and it happened in Bolivia. The James Bond movie is just taking a news story and then turning the news story into a less interesting supervillain. They're taking the thing <laughs> less that less interesting. Yeah, that's good. I like it, that. It actually happened in real life, and the guy who did it in real life was way more sinister than the fictional character. That's the Daniel Craig James Bond movie in Casino Royale. Oh, and J- Daniel Craig is as charismatic as my foot, which is very charismatic. I was gonna say that's kind of a that's not a good comparison. Yeah, I got it. Very charismatic feet. But uh, yeah, the James Bond reboots, please. Garbage. I, I'll tell you, uh, what, what was the, the latest James Bond movie? That was... Um, Skyfall. Skyfall. Again, another... Sky- I really like Skyfall. Oh yeah, Skyfall, where where you are more likely to win the lottery five times in a row than any scene in that movie happened. <laughs> you didn't like the Home Alone bit at the end? That was really great. What guys. was the Home Alone bit? Where they, they him and M like set up the house, like have like traps and stuff go off when everybody showed up. It was great. It was I was great. I was too busy gnawing my own foot off. I was so bored. <laughs> Mission uh, Impossible. It's this TV show that became a pretty cool series yeah. of movies. Like that's awesome. I mean, I've only seen Mission Impossible three. Uh, and I've seen. It's like baby. the wor- why do you always see the worst oh version God. of when is, any when is franchise? Part three of anything ever been good. I, I've seen Shrek yeah. three, and that's it. I saw. I saw. I've seen. <laughs> oh my which God! Is the dumbest thing ever. You know the what though? Worst. You guys, you, you guys, a little that. horseshit theory on on me watching the sequels first and then going back and watching because no, I'll hate you the just sequels. find the no, worst ne- version of and it. And you're okay. never gonna like, watch Shrek. Wrong. Here's the, maybe I'll watch it. I don't know. But I watched Die Hard four, and I thought it was a good movie. I was like, oh, this, this is entertaining. What's the big deal? Then I went and watched Die Hard one. And I'm like, holy shit! Die Hard one's amazing. Did your did your like you're like that's okay? Did it heighten your appreciation of the original because it was just so much better? The original's so much better, but uh, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed both, and I think having you know it works in opposite if you guys saw the original then you see the sequels and how it pales in comparison to the original you're never going to enjoy the sequels whereas me maddox mr come late to the theater he's gonna enjoy the (laughs) shitty sequels and the originals that's the way you should watch movies is backwards start with the shittiest sequel and work your way back they'll just keep getting better that what feels, a genius! That's a strap. That's a, that's definitely just watch a, a choice. Die Hard and appreciate yeah. it. I did. I watched no, it after the why, sequel. <laughs> wow. Why do you have to lather yourself up with lubes and oils in order to enjoy a movie? <laughs> 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 um, 
we should uh, we should get to the other side of the debate in just a moment. But uh, and and Ashley, I'm going to give you an opportunity. If you have thought of the movie that could sink my battleship, I think you I have ha- an ace in the hole. Really, you have an ace. In- I okay. feel like I do. Okay, we're going to hear about that. But first, we're going to hear about today's episode is brought to you by our own bonus episode. Download the best-selling Maddox versus the Universe from iTunes, Amazon, or MadcastMedia.com. Guys, episode two is right around the corner. It's been we we announced it a, a, a week or so ago. And it's finally, it's finally coming. It's super fun. So many people like the original one, the first Maddox vs. the Universe. Ashley, as someone who's never heard it, uh, we decided to release bonus episodes on this on the network. That's delightful. Yeah, it's great. And we the concept for this bonus episode is basically me versus not the world because the world isn't big enough. No. It's the universe. Me versus the universe. You got to get those Trappist One listeners in. The, the what? That uh, that solar the system they found oh the star system they found in space. You, you are you <laughs> look, are the look, guys. I'm a fucking nerd. You're okay? the host of the geekies. Deep nerd, deep nerd. Yeah, that is it. That's right. That's the uh, the the solar system they with found with like seven earth sized seven earth sized planets. planets. Rucka. She she didn't host the geekies. You hosted the geekies. She wrote no, it. I wrote oh, it. You wrote it. Yeah. You know, I checked your IMDb though, and I think it does say you hosted uh, one of them. I mean, I'll well, take that. She but clearly nope. said she wrote it. I don't know. You, you you don't listen when women talk. You hate the ghost. You hate <laughs> Ghostbusters. Why do you hate women? What the fuck, dude? Uh, Ghostbusters is good. Women are funny. Get over it. So what you're <laughs> what? bumper sticker of the <laughs> What you're Look, hearing? Even I would not go that far. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is this is a microcosm of Maddox versus the universe. If you guys like. A room full of people shitting on me. That's what the show is. Yeah. And uh, you yeah, can also the- buy a ticket to it in Germany. Yeah, <laughs> with a donkey. Mikey, a little too excited there, Mikey. Aye. A little quick on the draw. I bought all the tickets. What's <laughs> <laughs> oh, that theater is. to himself? Hero, there he is. Mikey Bolts. <laughs> like walking in. I'm right in, right in the middle and all this stuff. Big bucket of popcorn. <laughs> big bucket of popcorn. It's like, yep, I'm ready. Uh, <laughs> uh, right this way, Mikey. The usual. <laughs> <laughs> Your usual seat tonight. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys for checking it out. And also, I want to mention in the middle of the show. Our own Rucka Rucka Ali has a new song out. It's Heroes and Trolls Rucka. Yeah. Congratulations. Woo! This song is amazing. Thanks. So a fan of ours, mm-hmm. uh, Olo, this guy that I've, I started talking to, he sent me an email a while back and said, hey, man, um, if you ever need some help with some graphics and thumbnails and that sort of thing, I don't know if I'm good enough, but I want to send you a sample of my work. And I said, yeah, sure, I'll take a look. This guy sent me this amazing thumbnail. For one of the episodes and I thought wow yeah you're great and then I was working on a, a video for um, the election I ran for president I don't know if you uh, you knew oh my god if I would have known I would have voted yeah, for you I'm I, I so ca- sorry that's all right well I came in third place um, uh, it's the regressive party and I made this video for my, my campaign platform that I announced a few days before the election. Uh, the, <laughs> yeah, the voting. Are, is, are we still plugging Oh something? yeah, we're, What the yeah, fuck yeah. are we talking about? I'm talking about how Olo, you got in touch with Olo. Anyway, long story short, Olo worked on this video with me, and I introduced him to Rucka, and he made the video for this new uh, song of yours. Yeah. Heroes and Trolls, Rucka, what's this the song a good, about? Yeah. This is a good guy right here helping, helping yeah, you out. Yeah, Olo is the man, not only talented, but like he gets the the sense of humor that guys like me and Maddox are trying to convey in our written word. Right, it's yeah. so funny. He he basically animated the entire song, yeah. that, uh, Rucka's new song, Heroes and Trolls. Amazing. That Fucking sounds awesome. Terrific. 
<laughs> terrific. Uh, back me up on this, Donnie. It's terrific. Yeah. Thank, oh. you, Trump. Thank you, Trump, for weighing in. Mm. The song is out. We'll link to it on the website. Cool. Uh, it's available on iTunes, Amazon. Where, where else? It's everywhere where you, you get your Angelo's music. Angelo's mom. And it, most Angela's importantly uh, on YouTube. Most importantly yeah. on YouTube. A- Angela's mom, uh, we'd love to hear what you think of this song. Oh, that'd be interesting. <sighs> that'd yeah. be amazing. Yeah. Super funny. So many inside references. A lot of jokes in there. It's kind of the what, my magnum opus. It's kind of like the... Uh, the definitive song of the entire internet. Is this your Sgt. Yeah. Pepper? This is like, is yeah. this your Hey Jude? If, if by Sgt. Pepper, you Citizen mean, Kane? if okay. by Sgt. Pepper, you mean like help. Yeah. Help. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah, that is the signature. I mean, okay, yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I, Every, now it, I want to listen to it like mm-hmm. a million times. There are so many references. And what's the song you're parodying? Hey Now, right? Yeah. Uh, so that, that Smash Mouth All-Star. song, All-Star. Um, All-Star. All-Star. Yeah. It kind of had a resurgence in meme, inter- right. you know, meme culture. So, you know, I, it kind of inspired me to kind of think about, hey, where were we in the year 1999 and where are we now? And you know, 1999, we had a young, anxious, balding Maddox uh, giving okay. his opinion on the internet. <laughs> and now we've got um, Spry. Uh, look, you know, I've, do you know where else we were in 1999? Where is that? In theaters watching the fucking Matrix. We were yeah. watching the Matrix. Way to bring it back, Ashley. Yep. Guys, thank you for supporting the show. Well thank done. you for supporting Madcast Media. And thank you for supporting Rucka. Check out the song. We'll link to it on the website. Ashley, that brings us back to the debate. More specifically, the other side of the debate. We're going to wrap this up. So I want to hear, you meant you teased this before the break that you knew you had an ace in the hole. I, feel, I feel like I do. What's the, what's the movie that's going to sink my battleship? One word. Well, Scarface. <laughs> Wrong. What? Scarface is a reboot. When? 1932. Oh. Scarface was a movie that was made in 1932. Really? So in 1932. Howard Hughes, Howard Hughes made it. So in 1932, there was a movie about Fidel Castro sending a bunch no, of... No, uh, they refu- changed it. They totally changed it, but they rebooted that the idea of it. Wait, um, they didn't even like do that much coke in those days. What, no, but Prohibition, like there was oh. a lot. See, so it's... Okay, so I'm telling you, Scarface, greatest reboot well, who of all was, time. Hold on, Boom. Hold on, who, I, now I'm curious for once. Okay. Uh, who was... Um, what was the guy? Was he from Cuba? Like, where was he from? So this movie mm-hmm. is... It's a pre-code movie. I, I have some knowledge of like old timey films. Uh, it was produced by Howard Hughes. So The Aviator, if you've ever seen mm-hmm. that movie, you haven't because you haven't seen anything. He's seen no, Aviator I, too. <laughs> He's seen Aviator too. Oh, okay. that's when Howard Hughes is literally just locked inside his house forever. I mean, he never I, comes out. I, actually, I he runs see out of jars yeah. to piss in. No, I did see that one. Yeah, I saw The Aviator. Was, the second one is that we the Howard joking. Hughes one? I saw it. Yeah, yeah with the, um. Uh, Leonardo Leo DiCaprio. DiCaprio. I yeah. saw that. Yeah, your I old pal Leo. Your yeah. old pal Leo. So I, I said I was curious for internet. Ma- it's an internet. I don't know. It, if it's, I'm, still I'm sorry, curious. not internet. It's an Italian mafia movie. Oh. And so it's basically the guy is like mafioso, and it's that's the theme. So best reboot of all time, I'm gonna say is Scarface. Wow. Okay. Was, um, that, was that? Is she right, Maddox? No, I'm sorry. It was incorrect. It was not Scarface. And I'll tell you. First of all, the first big problem with that argument is. I haven't seen it. So <laughs> You haven't seen Scarface? <laughs> yep, I've never seen Scarface. I've never seen the uh, what's the Sopranos movie? What? Uh Godfather. I've never seen the that. The Sopranos movie. <laughs> oh, that hurts my heart. I've watched the first season of The Sopranos. It was boring. And I've watched the fifth season of Game of Thrones. Wow. Nothing else. From you Game are of Thrones. you are crushing it. Yeah. 
Definitely. And, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? You know what? Here's the thing, though, Ashley. OK, because you really only need to see the fifth season of Game of Thrones. Because yeah, it's I a can, pretty simple show. Not complicated. At I all. can surmise what <laughs> happened. You can guess. Sure. Based on the way the actors react to each other. Look, Ashley, if, if, if you came into a room and someone tensed up around you, I would look at that and say, oh, that person who just tensed up has a problem with Ashley. I don't need to know what it is. But you're a great reader of body language. That's uh, that's absolutely true. See, some people don't have that sense. Wait a second. Have we talked about this? No. Because I have, actually. I've read. <laughs> See, so I know, but you are. So, I've read, I read this book. But when you say on, things like yeah. that, you can you can tell. Like, yeah. people, you, you, can know, you know how to read people. Right, absolutely. Some people don't know that. Okay, well... Uh, if you guys don't have any other guesses as to the movie, I'm going to tell you the movie. That I have would a have guess. Stuck what? Uh, I'm going to say The Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good a one. Film. That's a what great. 86 on Rotten Tomatoes, I think. Really great. And, really great movie. Um, That's a great reboot. Parts, yeah. And it was Lindsay in her prime. Super prime. Yeah. Peak. Peak Lindsay. Peak, <laughs> you mean, uh, peak Dennis Lohan. Dennis Quaid was a great father. Mm-hmm. Great. And um, yeah. Emma Thompson. I mean, mm-hmm. what a great film. On point. Great. So film, I, that's more my, than a movie. That was my film. guess. Film. It was film. Film. True cinema. No. Okay. Well, I'll tell you. I'll not t- that. Was it Was it Annie? <laughs> no, it was not Dude, Annie. Oh. Blacks are funny. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. They rebooted Annie with the yeah. young black girl. Right. No, I'll tell you what it was. Mad Max. Yeah. Great oh, reboot. Great yeah. reboot. Not there Sorry, I just like, how did I not think of that? Yeah. Oh. Mad Max. Now, I not only loved that movie, but I wrote the definitive review of it on oh. the internet, and I gave it... 100 out of 5 stars. Perfect. That's a that is an appropriate score. It's an appropriate score. I thought that wasn't God, a that reboot though. I thought they were just they kept it going, right? Or is it a, just a reboot? <laughs> is a reboot. Um Rucka, <laughs> do you have any uh, I mean, any if it helps up? me win my argument, I'll totally say it's a reboot, right? <laughs> do you have any wrap-ups for this uh this debate? Uh yeah. <clears throat> oh, great. <laughs> Let's hear it. What Get it, Rucka. First, they came for Indiana Jones. And I didn't speak up because I wasn't Indiana Jones. Oh, no. Then they came for the Ninja Turtles. And I didn't speak up, although it hurt a lot. But yeah. I said, I'm not a Ninja Turtle. That's right. So I didn't speak up. <laughs> then, they came, they, then they came for the Ghostbusters. A little bit before my time, I'll be honest. I know most people in our age group, all of us here, uh, can get cool up, bro. I'm not going to lie. I didn't speak up. Because I wasn't a, a Ghostbuster. Yeah. And now they're coming for the Power Rangers. And motherfucker, I'm a fucking Power Ranger, and I'm pissed. It looks like shit. It's bullshit. The original show, it, it had the perfect balance of cute and fun, but also action-packed. It had a cool fucking story. Yeah, I get it. It was cheap fucking uh, special effects. The stupid fucking head floating in a fucking, uh, <laughs> some fucking, uh, like, power plant out in the middle of fucking near Vegas, probably, or some shit. <laughs> but, like... Where they take the mutants. It's a cool fucking story, man. Like, uh, this, this, this guy, he's got a... His robot that that works with them they they're like oh we need to get some teenagers to fight this lady she wants to destroy the world for no apparent reason but you know evil is not rational maddox that's what i try to tell you all the time he does tell evil me has no fucking <laughs> rational reason she 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 lit- literally said i'm gonna destroy the first planet i see that's literally what happens in the first episode of the show <laughs> and then she happened to look over at earth and that's it like she did it if she had looked over in a different direction she would have blown up sad 
Saturn and no one would have stopped her. But she yeah. looks over at Earth and goes, I'm going to destroy this planet. And by the way, the, the, oh, the, the, terrible the, coincidence. the, the U.S. military does nothing to stop her. No. Like no one even notices. She's sending these giant fucking clay monsters that blow up and become <laughs> knockover buildings. By the way, literally thousands of people die every episode. Like the fucking buildings knock over the fucking fucking Megazord it's, falls it's over buildings. It's a movie about a holocaust. Yeah, it's a movie about no. a holocaust. The holocaust Literally, happens in yeah. every Power Pretty Rangers much. episode. So, so my point is, they could have taken the uh, silly show, but and like made it more you know new school, but like not fucking turned it into this dark fucking angry comedy comedy dramedy what com- drama not even comedy like just angry kids going to an alternative high school they're all fucking criminals they're all juvenile delinquents they're all mad at the world and they find some stupid fucking uh magic thing that gives makes them strong no no you morph you fucking you go it's morphing time and suddenly you're wearing a suit that's what happens. That's what morphing means, Maddox. Mad, uh, morphing means you shout out the name of a dinosaur and you're then suddenly wearing a suit <laughs> oh. and a helmet. Oh, buddy, That's it. you don't need to tell me about morphing. I am yeah. the king of morphing. Right. I know about morphing. Anyway, I, I, I can go on and on. The uh, 90-minute version of this rant will uh, be, be, be coming out. In it's the, a bonus uh, episode. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's a bonus series of its own we're going to be releasing. Yeah, yeah. I, it sounds like it's but a no, wrap-up. <laughs> but no one's here to speak for you now. Nope. Yeah, and, and no one was it's there to speak over. up because because I you know, there was no one left to speak up for me. That's right. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing. I I think I maybe that uh, short. Someone made a short of the the Power oh, Rangers. That was, amazing. That was the it perfect, was cool. Yeah. Perfect. Really dude. cool. Okay. I mean, it was pissed off and new school, but it wasn't a. It it, it was true to the fucking. It owned the camp fashion. Yeah. I think that's the key. And they had the same suits ish and like. Oh, the characters well, uh, were there. And, uh, oh. Let's explain it to people who haven't seen it. So this yeah. guy made a reboot of... Uh, a fan, like a fan video. Yeah, mm-hmm. a fan made Power Rangers short. And it was dark and gritty and yeah. very adult. I feel like because of the popularity of that, that's what influenced, that's yeah. what informed the decision mm-hmm. to make this new Power Rangers movie. Like, oh, everybody so loves this. We gotta make yeah. one. Yeah. Dude, just sure have so. the same guy who made that James Vanderbeek, you know, 10-minute yes. movie. Have him do it because he at least can be trusted. But whoever made this new movie is is a fucking horrible person like li- <laughs> literally hitler like literally he is the rita repulsa of our time he's the lord zed you know what should have been country. yeah so the guy who created kung fury should have made Ooh. david uh, sandberg should have made a the buddy new, of mine should have made the new power rangers absolutely yeah. he would have right, been just incredible. right in the right mindset for that i think mm-hmm. you know so, so i'm a fr- i'm friends with david sandberg and uh, God, I loved Kung I, Fury so much. It's amazing. I, I I actually helped write a little bit of that it's movie. It's so There's, absurd, yeah, and it just it's, it's magic. I actually, when David comes out, he he lives in Sweden. When he comes back out to Los Angeles, I'm going to have him on as a guest. Oh, that'll show. be really yeah, fun. Be amazing. He's really he's and he's working on some uh, amazing new projects. It's a reboot of Kung Fury. <laughs> <laughs> it's a reboot. It's about that time, guys. Yeah. It's right. been a year. It, it has been can a we, year. Can we say each what? movie we would like to see rebooted or a franchise let's hear, yeah. let's hear it. what would you like to see rebooted i really want a jetsons reboot i want a, a je- either jetsons. show or show's fine or i would love a really great jetsons movie a reboot i think okay. that would be amazing I'll give you that. That's a good that that because we haven't had a Jetsons anything in such a long time. No. And Although, I just need that. I need George Jetson in that flying suit, guys. I need it. It could be the Smurfs. It could be Garfield. It could be Garfield. I know, but I yeah. I like I just feel like if they found the right director, like a James Gunn, it could be really great. Okay, I got I got one. Here's my reboot. I actually a, a while ago one of my friends said the basically the same argument that you made at the very top of this show, the top of the debate, which is we should reboot movies that suck. 
because the yeah. original was terrible, yeah. right? They did it with so the Hulk. Here's my choice for reboot. Super Mario Brothers. Mm. That's a movie that is ripe for rebooting because the original was such a piece of shit. But like the but concept, I, I don't know. Yes, <laughs> who doesn't? Um, and also Dennis Hopper yeah. literally chewed so much scenery in that movie, he probably still has a stomachache. Like, it, I mean, it, that was, it was pretty great. Um, but the thing is, is like, that's such a crazy concept, like the Mushroom Kingdom and Bowser. And so, how do you make that? How do you reboot that? How do you make that a good movie? Nintendo does it. it. Nintendo does it every few, like every Super other Mario year. Super Mario RPG needs to be the uh, the reboot. There you That's go. That's a sure. great game. I mean, make it animated. Make it, uh, you yeah, know, a, a kids show. Well, like they're doing it that. Like supposedly, weren't, wasn't Netflix working with uh, Nintendo on a on a potential Zelda series? Like, wasn't that a thing yes. for a little while? And I hope it's not live action because that's going to be corny. Excuse as me, <laughs> princess. Tell you what, though, you know what the Zelda movie is essentially they should do is you remember the old movie from the eighties, Legend, with that. Big red demon. Or get, Willow. Willow. Basically. Oh, fuck. Let's reboot Willow, re- guys. Oh, there you go. Reboot Willow. Bring me some Mad Mardigan any day. Yeah. I'll tell you what else uh, they should reboot is the never-ending story. That yeah. movie, That movie. I don't think it holds up as much, although they should keep it as dark because there's a sure. scene in that movie where this guy, if you guys haven't seen the never-ending story, there's a dark scene in the movie where the kid has a pet horse. Which Artax. I, I hate horses. And what's the horse's name? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'd just like to let you know that the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild it will not be for you, my friend. Oh, really? There are horses in it? Are there, there are horses everywhere in that game. And well, you got to tame them. You let- can't get off the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you this. Are there cliffs? Uh, Yeah. Then I love this game. <laughs> <laughs> that is harsh. Yeah. Or mean. So anyway. There are also swamps in that game, which you can recreate your favorite NeverEnding Story oh, scene. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> there we go. Now I am 100% on board. Because in NeverEnding Story, there is a scene where the kid's horse drowns in a swamp. And if that, <laughs> look, they should reboot that series. It is okay? dark. Yeah, they need to update it so that. Kids need to learn life is hard. Yeah. Sometimes it sucks, guys. I think the original movie was something like a, a 90 minutes long, so yeah. 120 minutes long. They need to make 120 horse drowning scenes. <laughs> just put them back to back. I would watch that Great. whole fucking movie. Oh, kids are going to come to that. Just a whole new generation. They're going to be so excited about their horses drowning. Oh, man. I'd, that'd make me so happy. I'd, I'd show that. I would have kids. I would become a dad just so I could show that to my you kids. You would adopt that guy from the voicemails just to show him that scene. I'll be his father. Well, he Duh. didn't ask. He just asked uh, no, yeah, Mike, he just Mikey asked. and Rucka. Who Rucka, would you who show him that scene? No, he said he. I was okay. He said he wants yeah. him to be his father. Yeah, he yeah. wants Rucka to be uh-huh. his dad. I'm flattered. What's your? Do you have a reboot, Rucka? <laughs> you know what? This is a lesser known or lesser remembered franchise. Do you know a show? Remember a cartoon called Video Power? <gasps> I remember oh, that. Oh, my God. It was it awful. Had the, it had the like a, it was like yeah, a group I'll, of uh, video game characters that fight crime terrible. together. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it I has the, that. the little red guy from that stupid maze game. It I'm has a, a basketball player. It has like He Man, whatever he is. Yeah, like Golden Axe dude, whatever he is. The fake He Man. Yeah, fake He Man. Like a modern version of that. Take the most popular action games, put them together, kind of like yeah. an uh, Avengers type shit. Like a cool. national treasure type movie, but with like Nathan Drake, Lara Croft, like a lot yeah. of treasure hunters and game. Mm. That would be pretty cool. Oh, I yeah. see. I would watch that movie. Shit. Yeah. Along those lines, I, I got to say Street Fighter. They got to reboot Street Fighter too. I That's a classic. And yeah. I refuse to let it be rebooted ever because Raul Julia is Raul. a revelation. I <laughs> here's, a, here's a quick little aside. I dated this girl uh, who after we broke up. We, you know, we went on this little period where we were both like dating other people, whatever. And she, the next guy she dated after me was 
Ryu from Street Fighter. The the movie Ryu from Street Fighter. <laughs> well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna give some dings for that. Yeah, well, here's the best part of this story. Ryu from Street Fighter lived in the house behind mine. So, what? <laughs> yeah, I could see. I thought you were going to say he like hadoukened her head off at some point, and that was like really exciting. You Amazing. got your revenge, but. No, no, she just went on to date Ryu from Street Fighter, <laughs> and then uh, and then I could look into his kitchen from mine. Uh, I could see. A lot but, of unfortunate images, I'm sure. Well, it didn't work out. She said he was a huge douchebag. But anyway, Mikey, do you have a reboot? Okay, Space Jam. Space Jam. They're doing it. Yeah. They're doing it with LeBron. But, but I don't want that. No. That's why. I don't want that. <laughs> I want it with Kobe. I would, I see, I would watch with that Kobe. with Kobe. Dude, what the hell is the difference between basketball players that can't act? Kobe could act. He acted remorseful about that rape allegation. Yeah, okay. he was That's super. <laughs> he could have won an Oscar for You're that. You're right. And <laughs> Kobe in Space Jam would have been great. And Michael Jordan was great. And Bugs was there. <laughs> um, how about uh, instead of uh, the Bugs Bunny gang, we have a uh, like Space Jam type movie with the Tiny Tunes? I would I would be so into that. Uh, they should do Space Jam, but with more universes. Or Animaniacs. Oh, I was that was like my next fuck. Yeah, hate, I really hated, love it. hated what? Tiny Tunes. Hated Animaniacs. Are you retarded? I'm sorry. I'm, I, hold the on. wheel of morality what? is offended, dude. Like <laughs> so Maddox, I I know we don't always agree. Yeah. But like, are You're you joking wrong. about this? Are no. you just no? This is for real. You don't I think Animaniacs it. is funny? Animaniacs is hacky as shit. It's dumb. Yakko, Wacko, and Dot are garbage characters. They're just they're just uh, throwbacks to 20s style animation, but done in a real snarky. <laughs> look at us. We're real. We're real cheeky uh, style. It, it, the jokes don't. The jokes don't land. It's it's uh, played out. It's shitty. It's cliche. Maddox, you know that you and I are pinky in the brain, right? What are you talking about? But you also realize that, like, he's actually never seen Animaniacs, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's seen parts of it. He's just seen, like, uh, some images on yeah. the, on online, and he he's like, already, I don't think like, I like this. I mean, he was 27 when that show came on the air in the, in the late 80s, so <laughs> yeah. who fucking cares what I, I hated it. Uh, the game was fun, though, on Super Nintendo. All right. Moving on. Wrong. You should have the voice of Yakko on the show, Rob Paulson. He's here in L.A. You should have him on. Actually, I know someone who knows Rob Paulson. He does talking oh, tunes. Why don't it's a great you podcast. call him up and tell him how much his show sucked? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he'd love that. Look, I'll You should get... do a debate on whether that show was good or you not and have him take the it was good. Fine. I'll have Rob Paulson on the show and he can apologize for Animania. <gasps> All right. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> After the show, you're going to apologize to me. <laughs> you're going to have to apologize to this face. Look at oh, that beautiful Mikey, man. Mikey just pulled up a picture of Rob Paulson. He has a hand some looking man with with a great set of teeth. Look at those great teeth. Great set of teeth. Holy shit! This guy's teeth. He could be he could be like a model for a denture commercial. That's true. <laughs> wow. He's never coming on the show. <laughs> but Rob Paulson has great teeth. Listen, uh, moving on. <laughs> that's his next podcast. That's my that's my sa- that's my saving grace. Uh, here's some headlines from around the web. Speaking of movies, Beauty and the Beast is banned in Malaysia even after the gay scene was cut from the Disney film. I don't know if you guys heard this, but Disney's latest release, Beauty and the Beast, has been pulled from Malaysian cinema schedules after a gay moment, and that's that they put that in quote, a gay moment, was cut from the film. It's not even that... It's not even that gay, right? No, he dances (laughs) with a dude for like half a second at the end of the movie. It's so... It's... Oh my god, this is so dumb. Yeah, film censorship board chairman Abdul Halim Abdul Hamid <laughs> <laughs> told told the Associated Remix. Press <laughs> told the Associated Press he did not know why the film had been postponed as it was approved by the board after a minor gay scene was axed. Mm-hmm. He said that scenes promoting homosexuality were forbidden. 
and that the film had been given a PG-13 rating, which requires parental guidance for children under 13 years of age. He said, we have approved it, but there is a minor cut involving a gay moment. And, <laughs> and on that note... But hon- the, all the bestiality stuff and Stockholm Syndrome yeah. is fine. Cool. Yeah. We're and on, cool with that. Yeah, right. And on that <laughs> note... Hong Kong group wants to ban Beauty and the Beast over a gay moment. So, censors in Hong Kong, this is from nextshark.com. Censors in Hong Kong are the latest group to express disapproval of the exclusively gay moment in the live-action remake of Disney's Beauty and the Beast, which is now out in theaters. They don't like reboots. Yeah. Yeah, they're just really (laughs) upset about reboots. Now, listen listen to the name of this uh, this organization. It's the Anti-Gay Film School SOTO, and SOTO stands for Sexual Orientation Discrimination Ordinance. SOTO. The first four letters of Sodom or Sodomy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a great name for your anti-sodomy group. It's great. So- Soto. Soto. Great. great. Good job, guys. The group isn't happy. Yeah, one job. Yeah. The, the group isn't happy that the film was rated as suitable for all ages to view, writing a letter to the Office for Film, Newspaper, and Article Administration criticizing the gay-related behavior or lifestyle in a scene involving two male characters dancing together at a ball. This could instill in some children values that their parents do not agree with, such as believing that being gay is normal and not a problem. The group's convener, Roger Wong Y. Ming, <laughs> said according to Shanghaiist, there's no word yet on how the group feels about Emma Watson's romantic relationship with a human-animal hybrid. Yeah, thank you. Yes, <laughs> yeah, thank right? you very much. Yeah. That's, that's accurate. That, it happens for an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That should be the dancing. bigger concern. Look, that should be the bigger concern. You want to fuck a buffalo? It's nobody's business. <laughs> All right? Yeah. It's nobody's business. Tax- it lo- he looks kind of taxidermied, right? Like in the trailers, he looks it's like a taxidermied a animal. It's yeah. really disturbing. It's yeah. really disturbing. Okay, but so Ashley, as as the designated female of this episode. <laughs> the token female. The token female. Sitting at the table. I got it. The funny as one. As a child. As a yeah, <laughs> women are funny. Get over it. <laughs> as a child, would you? did you ever look... Did you ever identify with Belle from Beauty and the Beast as someone you'd want to grow up to become? Uh, I identified with the bookworm stuff. Yeah. Like everyone was like, you're so weird. Why are you reading all the time? That was like most of my life when I was a kid. Uh, I No, I was a really... <laughs> I watched a lot of Disney movies when I was a kid, but I was really, really into He-Man and She-Ra. So She-Ra was oh, like my, that was, that was like my so, hero so as a I, kid. I wonder if there are any girls out there who was like, oh, I want to grow up to be Belle and I want to date the Beast. Uh, like, is that a thing that girls would ever aspire to do is well, date a half buffalo? Well, he was a guy, right? And then He was a hot into, guy. That's what the they're thinking guy. about. But they're not thinking, I can't wait to make out See, a big beast. This is a psychological problem because you've raised an entire generation of girls who are like, I can fix him and then he'll be hot. Oh like, my God. It's oh, terrible. That's exactly oh, what it is. I can shit. fix him and then he'll be hot. You know what? I, this works out in my favor as an Armenian man because right. we're hairy. Uh-huh. <laughs> See, yeah. yeah, that's you, what I'm you, saying. You are the beast. I am the beast. Yeah. That's right. So, in other words, you'll you'll morph into a non-Armenian? Is that what no. you're hoping? You know what, Rucka? What? I'm asking you a question. This you... is the highest form we of evolution. We need to know the curse the witch put on you so that we can undo it. Okay. But we'll you never know because you'll never see Shrek. So it doesn't <laughs> matter. That is, a, like a is that a Shrek too. reference? It's a manual. It's a manual guy. Look, I'll tell you guys what you need to do to lift the curse after the show. Perfect. But <laughs> Thank you. Moving on. A new study has found a character trait that women are more attracted to in men, and it's altruism. How about that? A new study of the type of men women really want for their relationship confirms that for long-term relationships, women always prefer altruistic traits over good looks, but for short-term relationships, women want anything but a nice guy. 
The study, this is from uh, nextshark.com. The study, which was published in the Journal of Evolutionary Psychology, had researchers from the University of Worcester ask 202 straight women to compare a series of photographs of two men. One set of photographs showed a highly attractive man, and the other showed a low-rated attractive man. Researchers then gave all the women different combinations of scenarios behind the photos. One scenario would show a highly attractive man buying a cup of tea or a sandwich for a homeless person, while the less attractive man would pretend to use his phone while walking past a homeless person, and in other scenarios, the roles were reversed. What a ridiculous test. It's not ridiculous, Rucka. This is, this is science. As someone who's never... Do you even know what the word science means? Not anymore. Okay. Well, they reversed the roles, and they found that the women were then... When they asked the women to rate how attractive they found the men on the scale, given their actions in the scenario, the results showed that women were more interested in the altruistic trait of the man who helped the homeless person, regardless of whether he was handsome or not. Well, yeah, because if I am dating somebody, I want them to buy me a sandwich. And yeah. so that's so if he's buying a sandwich for someone see? else, maybe he'll buy me a sandwich, too. Exactly. <laughs> Ashley, that's not the study. They're saying literally- that's attractive to me. I'm like, I am turned on by that. The fact that someone could buy me a sandwich <laughs> is that's a bonus. You yeah. heard it here on, on Madcast it's Media. This is a ridiculous test. And Why is it ridiculous? It's stupid. Why it's not. The guy bought us. One guy buys a sandwich for a homeless guy and it makes the girl's heart melt. Oh, he seems like such a sweet guy. Okay, fine. He's a sweet guy. That's not altruism. That Al- is altruism. Altruism is the guy giving the homeless guy the key to his own house. That's altruism. Oh, okay. Fucking There's- doing something nice for a homeless guy but just makes you a nice gonna, guy. But then you're going to date that guy and you won't have anywhere to bone down because exactly. he gave his house away right. to a hobo. No, no women want that. That's my point. This test is stupid. Okay, so Rucka's, Rucka thinks that the controls on this test weren't stringent enough. They should do the same test except <laughs> give a homeless person a house. Uh-huh. Yeah, real fucking real, fucking real world okay. example you Here, got there, Here's Rucka. the fucking test. Do women like a guy who pretends not to notice homeless people or do women like a guy who does something nice for the homeless guy before going about his fucking day, going to work, going home, going to the beach, doing whatever the fuck else he was going to do. No. Which one do, do chicks like? Yeah, girl, chicks like a guy who's got a fucking heart. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, except, you know what? The the guy who does the nice thing for a homeless person, he's not going home. He's going to the girl's house to get his bone on. Yeah. That's but what he's doing. But maybe the guy who's ignoring the homeless guy is on the phone with his mom, and like that's a thing women like, too. Well, like, the study here oh, right. says... You're close to your family. Oh, yeah. The study here says that he's on the phone with his accountant, and he's shorting some stocks that are going to put a company out of business. So. Yeah. Oh, well, fuck there that you go. Guy. Insider trading as he walks by the homeless. <laughs> yeah. He's like a fucking businessman out of every kid's movie. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what that he is. Out of a blank check, basically. Yeah. Yeah. They fill out a blank check. <laughs> Reference yeah. of the day. What, a, what oh. a great movie for kids. That's a movie that needs a reboot. That's the reboot. Oh, there shit. you go. There's the reboot. Blank, <laughs> blank fucking check, guys. <laughs> still cast Sinbad, please. <laughs> also, but just he, he still He looks the same age. He does. He doesn't age. It's that weird magic. How about first kid? It's that Scheherazade Ooh, magic. First kid? Ooh, I'd like that. Yeah. Or that Richie, that terrible Richie, Richie Rich movie. Rich. Smart yeah. House, but with CG, like a budget. Smart House with a budget. Could I they, like it. Could they get away with Home Alone? They did Home that Alone? on Mr. Robot see, as the last season. The first episode was like Smart House gone bad. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was messed up. Could, could they get away with Home Alone these days with all the violence? Um, I think Home Alone today would be a different type of violence. They did They're, it with Skyfall. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, they already did oh, it. Skyfall. Yeah, James Bond. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. James Bond and M. They've they protected the home. They protected yeah. the old family home. Yeah, but like a kids movie where the guy gets knocked at, pushed down the stairs. Maybe if the uh, robbers instead of being like a crazy Italian guy like Joe Pesci, they can just have some Armenians who nobody feels bad for. <laughs> no. It's not funny. This isn't funny. You know what they could do though? They could just simply 
create a campaign where they label the guy a Nazi like Richard Spencer and there just have him go. get punched in the street. Great. How about that? You're right. Uh, I fucking no. paid <laughs> You're right. Yeah. yeah, two white guys. Two straight yeah. white yeah. guys. We're good. They were called yeah. the wet bandits. Mm-hmm. That's what I was called too back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> He's lying. He was a sticky bandit. Oh, <laughs> that's deep. Hey, I'll take it. Home Alone 2 cuts. I like it. <laughs> All right, Come guys. for the reboot debate. Stay for the Home Alone 2 deep cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley, thank you so much for being on the show. Do you have anything you'd like to plug before we go? Uh, yeah, I just come uh, come hang out with me on Twitter. If you're on Twitter, I'm at Ashley Escada. And I, I, like, I love to talk to people on Twitter, have a lot of fun, say a lot of weird stuff, pictures of my dogs, whatever. We'll link to it. It's uh, a good th- time. Yeah, it's it's super funny, and I like your tweets. There's a lot of really funny, a lot of really fun stuff on there. And also, you're still you're still very active with CNET. I yeah. just checked out your articles. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm still on CNET. Do a lot of stuff there. Um, I do a little bit of the news stuff like once a week, but then we also do these field packages that are um that are really cool. Like I got to last year in I think October, I got to be a robot. No shit. So there, that's like, like my life goal. Uh, isn't it everyone's life goal? No, it was cool. Um, there was a robot called Telesar 5, and I got to put on a virtual reality headset and gloves that had haptic feedback in them wow. and like a vest and everything. And then all of a sudden, they turned the, flipped the switch, and I was looking out the robot's eyes that were six feet away from me, and I looked over at myself, and it was weird like really weird but then wow. uh the professor who built that robot walked up and shook the robot's hand, and the haptic feedback in my gloves buzzed and made it feel like he was oh shaking my, my physical hand it was crazy that's Holy the next shit. level it I, was cannot, I cannot wait until i my body's completely in a robot yeah throw away every bodies are are going to become irrelevant Meat suits are yeah. garbage guys they're yeah. not good we no. need robot we yeah. need robot bodies let's, I, I, let's I all be honest i can't wait to be goro i think that's the next phase of human evolution that's why what, we need that matrix reboot where we all become fucking oh yeah robots. we didn't Which even talk we never about talked about <laughs> matrix reboot i'll say this real quick though i saw the original matrix six times in theaters oh, or maybe God. even more I saw it so many times. I was a huge Matrix wow, nut. What a, what a sure. neat, neat guy you must have been. Yeah, I was real neat. <laughs> I was real neat. Rock- I wasn't one of those trench coat goons. Oh, God. You weren't shocking. I'm glad that... Did you fuck- go buy vinyl? after you? Did you go buy some vinyl clothes after you no, saw it? No, I was not one of those Hot Topic kids. Come on. I was not into Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> I was. Yeah. Were you into uh, Dance Dance? Did you buy vinyl? Guys, pink, pink Dinosaur. Let's go. I didn't buy vinyl. Mm. I wasn't... I, like, I liked the Matrix. It was really cool. But I, like, I was... Uh, I love Dance Dance. Did you wear? Did Come you wear on. those those big pants, Junkos? What are they called? Jinko jeans? Jinko jeans? No, no, no. I, I was a Jinkos. very normal. Uh, did you really? Yeah. Wow. Jinko jeans. You got to do it if you're you know into raving and stuff in the nineties. Yeah. That was yeah. like a big. I mean, thing. I was in middle school. I don't know how much raving I was doing, but I definitely went for the baggy jeans, baggy pants look. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was a gangster. You you know this, Maddox? Yeah. I'm, st- I'm still thugged out, but now rappers dress like women, so I I wear like skinny jeans. But I'm, that, s- I'm still a thug. That's a true. He is yeah. a thug, and he dresses like a woman. But let me say this, and I know this is like a drive-by trigger that'll offend everybody. The Matrix was okay and people who love that movie are so annoying. Oh, it's so deep, dude. I never really... When you think about it, everything, you don't really know if it's real, bro. Take the red pill, man. You don't really know what's real when you when you think about it. That whole movie is true. Shut the fuck up. You trigger. trigger. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this. Uh, the, the worst thing to come from that is the um, is the symbolism that is being used by the men's right movement, the red yeah. pill and blue pill and black pill. Take and it back. Go- Let's take it back. Shit. The worst yeah. thing about it was Matrix 2 and 3. Yeah, oh, that, that was definitely true. the worst The worst two true. things about it. But the third worst thing is is that. Is that, yeah. And oh, the, all the symbolism in the Matrix movies, garbage. I hate symbolism in movies. But anyway, the, we should wrap this up. <laughs> wow, that explains but, a lot. But yeah. Maddox, it's society, man. Oh, garbage. That's what the Matrix, it's society. Look, you're, you're absolutely right in that. 
the matrix is a is a is a fine movie like you go see it it's it's you enjoy it you have a great time but thing is is like it, it, it is fine. It will be fine if we have a reboot. And even if it's a garbage reboot, there will be another reboot at some point in the future. Yeah. So it's okay. I'll even go a step further. The Matrix sucks. <gasps> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, I, I saw words. it when I was very young when any action movie would excite me. But if I were to see that movie now and see that goofy fucking Morpheus going, what you believe is not really what's really and what you believe. Uh, do you want to know the truth? Fuck you. No, fuck you, Rucka. No, you will not you. shit on the Matrix fuck on this you. show. This is a, a Matrix, a pro-Matrix show. Fuck, the, the show is canceled. Excuse me. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I'm so sorry, I've been Trump. sitting in a corner. Yeah. Yeah. All day, okay? <laughs> sorry, I have Trump. a tiny little bench that I sit on. You gave me some Skittles to eat. <laughs> Steve Bannon puts you there for timeouts. It's unbelievable. Oh, you wouldn't believe it. It's the Trump timeout. It's timeout. unbelievable. Let's hear so, some You have some All right, I've, yeah. got a, I've got one. Sure. And this is new. All right. Newer. Okay. Despite what you have heard from the fake news, I had a great meeting with German Chancellor Angela Merkel. Okay. I think it's uh, Angela. Angela. Yeah. Angela. I call her Angela. Uh, Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Is she okay with that? Nevertheless, it's a two-parter. Okay. Yeah. Nevertheless, Germany owes vast sums of money to NATO do you know what NATO is, Badox? Uh Yes, I believe so. The North Atlantic Treaty Organization? Yes. I just learned that yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump, you're president of the United States. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they owe vast sums of money to NATO. Yes. And the United States must be paid more for the powerful and very, very expensive defense that it provides Germany. Thank you. Oh, wow. Okay, Donald. Are we defending Germany? I guess we're defending Germany now. All right. Yeah. So I didn't know this, uh, uh, Donald, but uh, we are we are now in Germany's defense force. Is that we what's going on? We give them all their guns. Yeah. We give them all their people. <laughs> we send hundreds of millions of Americans every day to Germany, <laughs> and they learn their language. Uh-huh. They, they... <laughs> Donald, Donald, are you okay? You're... You seem like your uh, cat's got your tongue a little it's, bit. You know, it's 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 tough being president, Maddox. That's yeah. all I can really say. Well, tell me about it. <laughs> I'm the president of uh, a lot of things. President of this podcast. Pat, president, president of the podcast, of, okay. for sure. President okay. of Madcast Media Network. Wow. And I got- president of the Maddox fan club. That's no, that's right. <laughs> the president of reboots, apparently. Yeah, well, you me- know, I was in Home Alone. Right. That's Home right. Alone too. Yeah. Donald, you were in Home by. Alone. Yeah. I was. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fellow McCulley. sticky bandit. Yes. Uh, He's hey. a sticky bandit. <laughs> I'd high five you, but I don't want our hands to stick together. You are a sticky man, Maddox. Uh, I don't okay. want to miss your hand either. All it's right. so small. <laughs> Sorry to insult. Yeah. Low blow, Maddox. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here's my last tweet. North Korea is behaving very badly. Okay, Rucka. They have been playing the United States for years. China has done little to help. Hey. I'm, I'm upset about this too, Mr. President. Yeah, I think we, we are all on board. Ashley? Deeply upsetting. Look, we live in LA. This is like continental US. This is about as close as we get to uh, to North Korea. So <laughs> yeah. we're going to get hit. It's we- going to be here. It's going to be Los Angeles if yeah. they do strike us. Now, Donald, I do appreciate you calling out North Korea on Twitter yep. and saying that they are behaving very, very badly. Well, let's be real. Yeah. Let's- They're testing nukes. They're probably what? The equivalent of what we have in sparklers, okay, on the 4th of July. Yeah. And we're holding them in our hands, and that's a nuke in North Korea. 
they're not doing anything over there, okay? That's very eloquently put, oh, uh, right. Mr. President. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, I would agree. Well with said. That. Yeah. Have you well ever said. played with a sparkler, Maddox? Oh, yeah, it's, I played with sparklers. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I know. Dude, his, his people sell sparklers <laughs> all fucking year. What do you mean, my people? <laughs> what do you think I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I meant fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know what? That's not even a stereotype Powerful. I'm aware of, if that's even one. Anyway, we should um, we should wrap this up. Ashley, thank you so much for coming on the show. A pleasure. Ashley's great. Thank you to Mikey Bolts. Thank Woo! you. Thank you to my power bottom commanding Lieutenant Moderator, Rucka Rucka Ali. Yep. Thank you, Donald Trump. Thank you, Maddox. But most of all, you're welcome. What up, cabrones? Uh, so my argument for as to why uh, exploitation is a load of bullshit yeah. is Louis C.K. Now, he's very funny. He has an Emmy-nominated show. Right. Uh, he has a lot of stand-up tour things going on all the time and all that. Not a lot of people know he's Mexican. In fact, he's lived in Mexico longer than I have. Mm. Mex- and Spanish was his first language. However, you ever hear about him talk about it? Yeah, he talks about it every now and then in the stand-up. But you look at him... You see that he's not exploiting the Mexican culture like I do sometimes, you know. I've been accused of that shit sometimes. Yeah, you have. Anyways, yeah, that's my argument. If you're good and your product is good and you're original enough, Mm -hmm. then you don't have to exploit anything. You can just be good. That's true. Anyways, love you, Rucka. Thanks. Uh, Whatever your sound audio engineer guy's name is, keep at it, man. You're doing a good job. (laughs) Love you guys. Good job. Hey, you. Yeah, Maddox, stop fucking exploiting being Armenian. You're always talking about it. You're always fucking citing it, making yourself a victim. We get oh, it. Oh, please. You're Armenian. Get fucking out of let's here. move on. You're just a normal guy. Yeah. Armenians are funny. Get over it. Thank you. You're Finally. Right. They they, Ashley's got my back. Thank you, Ashley. Here's another call. I think this is another backhanded compliment to you, Ruck. I'm oh, not sure, God. but let's, let's Jesus this. Christ. What is this place? It's a compliment. Listen right. to this. Hey, this is a call for Rucka. Uh, I am often surprised by how sharp your intellect is. And in the last episode, you proved me right fucking again when the theory of times relativity came up and uh, you admitted that you were a dumb fuck who didn't know shit. Uh, I have a lot of respect for that, man. Uh, you got to know the difference between familiarity and knowledge. Uh, keep it going. Yeah. Punch a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> he speaks. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It's true. everyone wants you to be their father. Wow. Although that that it was kind of a backhanded compliment, right? Yeah, like he's was... always surprised when you're intelligent. Yeah, yeah. Like, wow, <laughs> I was not expecting that. Sounds like he's really coming around. Right, speaking of Armenians, here's one last one. Listen to this guy. You with your fucking fruit. It's just so goddamn stereotypical of you. It's like Middle Eastern guys where there's like, oh, now that we're finished with dinner, let's eat a bunch of fucking walnuts and almonds. <laughs> like, that's dessert. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, you know, that is a Middle Eastern thing that they sometimes give out walnuts and almonds and, uh, you know, different types of nuts and honey and a watermelon. And it's heart healthy. It's heart healthy. Thank you, Ashley. We are a heart healthy people. Heart yeah, healthy. to balance out the fucking temper tantrum. It's not a temper tantrum. <laughs> hey there. Don't forget to subscribe to Madcast Shows on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. Okay, bye. Madcast Media Network. <laughs>